Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? That's the question. This podcast will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. My name is Brent, and today I'm reaching out to dads with some important things that you need to know no matter where you're at on your journey in fatherhood. And a special shout out to my Fallible Nation. Uh, if you're not familiar with Fallible Nation, that is all my dearest, closest fan base, and you guys are welcome to join that. We'd love to have you. Fallible Nation is all about men supporting and mentoring men as we all make our journeys of self-improvement and being the best men we can be, whether you want to grow a business, grow your skill set, become a better husband, a better father, whatever skills you want to develop, you need to be around people who want to talk about getting better. You need to be in a community that helps you grow and talks about growing and progressing if you really want to be successful. And that's what we're all about over at Fallible Nation. So you're welcome to join us there. There's a members area on my website. Now, guys, there's a lot of fear for dads about what they need to know as a father. And that doesn't change. That starts the minute you find out you're going to be a father all the way up to the day you die. That's just part of fatherhood, right? There's just a lot of fear that somehow we're going to screw it up royally. It starts with, will I be a good dad? Can I do this? What What's my part in this? All the way through, how will I pay for things like colleges and weddings and all that stuff in the future? It never stops, right? There's just a lot of fear for dads because we feel like sometimes we don't necessarily fit in the equation. But dads, I'm here to tell you, you absolutely 100% are a critical aspect of this relationship with your children. It doesn't matter what you think. You are super important in the life of your children, and you matter a great deal. So guys, I'm going to share with you a couple pieces of advice today. It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey as a father, whether you just found out, whether you're still expecting your first child, or whether you're on to grandkids. This advice is for you, and it's probably not the advice you're normally hearing. So, guys, let's just get into it. Number one, guys, I want you to get your health in order. Not for your sake, or I should say not just for your sake. Now, I get it. We all want to look like Greek gods, and most of us look more like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or the Pillsbury Doughboy. We need to do something about that. It's not just for you that you need to go to the gym or you need to eat healthy or that you need to improve the health level of your lifestyle. No, 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 no. It's about you. And that's important too, because you are worthy of taking care of yourself in that time, guys. But it's also for your children and for their children and for their children. You see, dad, one of the things you do, and the earlier you can start with this, if your kids are already teenagers, it's a difficult road to hoe, but guess what? You can still do it. But the earlier you start this, the better, because you have the ability to set the tone of your children's relationship with health for the rest of their lives. Now, there's an extremity on both sides of this, okay? You can let yourself go to pot and your kids are going to follow suit. 
You can also become a health and fitsy, health and fitsy, <laughs> health and fitness wackadoodle psychopath going to the extreme and you will sour your kids to health and fitness as well. Okay. There is a fine line and you need to work on it, but you will set the tone for their relationship with health, nutrition, fitness for the rest of their lives. The only way to teach them to be healthy is by the actions you model. One of the biggest pains as parents is we say a lot of smart things, but our kids don't give a crap about what we say. They hear what we do. They see what we do. So the best way for you to achieve this for your children and for your grandchildren and for their children is by the actions you model every single day. I hate vegetables. I've always been a eh, vegetable. And if you like vegetables, more power to you. No hate. But I hate vegetables. I always have. I started eating vegetables for the first time in my adult life when my children were born. And guys, I waited till I was 32 before my first child was born. Okay? I waited a long time. I went a lot of my adult years without touching vegetables unless someone was like threatening me. <laughs> Because it's like, no. I started eating vegetables in large quantities when my children were born. Because one of the things I wanted my children to learn, I never wanted to take away from them, is how they eat. I grew up in a Southern family, so I've always fought my weight. I tend to overeat. I tend to eat a lot of bad foods. I didn't know you could do anything but fry or grill food until I was eight years old. So that's something I started working on was learning to eat healthy, learning to eat my vegetables, develop a healthy relationship with foods. Don't lie to your kids about it. My children ask me, they're like, wow, dad, you must really like vegetables. I'm like, nope, I hate vegetables. Well, you eat a lot of them. I was like, yeah, I do, because I want you to eat a lot of them. I don't particularly like them, but I eat them because they're good for me. And I've had that conversation with both my children, guys. I absolutely do not lie to them about it. I tell them I eat them because I know my body needs them, not because I like them. Because it also teaches my children that there are things you have to do in life, whether you like it or not. Two wins, so I'm very happy about that. Guys, develop a healthy relationship with food and with exercise so that your children will. You're literally shaping the rest of their life. Help them avoid all the struggles by setting the bar yourself. It's a lifelong commitment to develop and model an active, healthy lifestyle. They're absolutely worth it, and you know they are. That's not even a conversation we have to have. If you have had a struggle with food and need help, Maybe you check out my friend Jonathan McLernan at over at between and before, sorry, at between the before and after podcast and freedom nutritional coaching. If you haven't met Jonathan, I don't recommend people easily for these things, but Jonathan was on my podcast a while back and Jonathan went through this journey himself. He went through all the fad dieting. He went through all the, oh, do this, do this crap. And it absolutely didn't work for him. He is a real person who learned to control his weight. And he was not a skinny person. He learned, he dropped a hundred pounds. 
He learned to have a healthy relationship with food and he is an absolute great nutritional coach. I don't recommend that easily, but Jonathan is the real deal. Not one of these stupid social media stars, not one of these crazy. I've never been fat in my life. Like Jonathan has struggled with food. He struggled with his relationship with it. He struggled with his health and he figured it out. Now he helps other people do it because he understands the struggle. So guys, Check that out, but get your health in order for yourself because you deserve it and for your family. Number two, I want you to become an avid reader. Even if you are not a big reader, it's time to grow up and adapt a little bit. Children are being overwhelmed with screens these, with screens these days. They learn on a screen. They're entertained on a screen. Tablets, TVs, monitors, phones. It never ends. The problem is with all the technology and the new things that the world with all the technology and new things that the world is growing and learning, a lot of knowledge isn't being transferred and keeping up with the transition from analog to digital. I'm not even sure that's the right comparison. With paper to digital, okay? And let's just face it. The feel of a good book is awesome. I love paper books. But we're losing a lot. I mean, there are hundreds of thousands of millions of books out there. Not all of them are being transferred over. And so we're losing knowledge. But on top of that, just getting them away from the screen time and getting yourself away from the screen time and getting into books, set that example for them. Now, I know not a lot of people are avid readers, but learn, fish, find those genres. Guys, I was 15 before I discovered the joy of reading. Everybody in my house loved to read. I hated reading until I was 15. And finally, after years, in a panic moment, I borrowed my girlfriend's book at the time because if I didn't show up with a reading book to English class, I was getting detention. And I was that kid who barely knew where the library was. But I borrowed her book with the agreement to give it back to her after class because she needed it for her next class. And I was absolutely transfixed, guys. I've read some of the greatest authors in the world, some of the considered greats, some of the really great, and some of the people who are just considered great, but I absolutely got lost. It took me years to find the right books. Find books you love, guys. Now, we're at a great point because I'm a fan of audiobooks too. Maybe you're not good at reading. Maybe that's not comfortable, a skill that's comfortable for you, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can work on that and grow that skill if that's something you want to grow. I also love audiobooks. I'm usually reading three or four books at a time because I'm reading business books. I'm reading books I want to read. I'm also reading books for upcoming podcasts with authors that I have. So I usually have several books going. And part of the way I manage that is with audiobooks. Get into audiobooks. I love Audible. I've never made a secret out of that. I was so, I learned about Audible in 2020 as far as I started using it. And I haven't looked back. I love it. I also have great interest in some services like Blinklist. I have not tried them, but Blinklist condenses books and gives you the important parts out of the book. It's kind of like the crib notes, right? So you can try that. Maybe, you, maybe you're not a good reader. Okay, Blinklist gives you the Cliff Notes version, and at least you can learn while you're doing it. Reading books is important, and it teaches your children to get off that and expand their mind. Your children to this day will learn more out of books than what they will ever learn off a screen. I don't care what anybody says. It 
enters your mind in a different way to read. Now, like I said, I juggle a couple of physical books, an audiobook, and sometimes an ebook even. I've got my Kindle as well. I try and stay off reading them on screens, but if you're going to, a Kindle Paper White is way better than a regular tablet just because of the difference of the way blue light works and all that nonsense that actually does affect you. So you have options, guys, whether it's Kindle, audiobook, regular books, but become a reader and model that to your children. It is oh so important. Instill the habit of reading with your children. Sit down and read with them when they're little. Sit down and read in front of them as they grow up. Teach them to learn to value books by your actions. And it's something like, I'm a cheap guy. I, I don't like to spend money, but I buy my children books. That's one of the things I'm not cheap about because I want them to be reading instead of burning up all their time in front of a screen. Number three, guys, I want you to prioritize your spouse. It is so easy to get lost in all the chaos of a new child or even your existing children. They factually demand a lot of time and attention. In fact, children are the very model of selfishness, at least to start with. This is actually where the majority of marriages break, is people rush into a relationship, they get married, they have children right away, and they spend 18 years worried about a kid and not focused on their on each other. They completely forget about their relationship and 18 or 20 years later, and let's face it, with a lot of uh, young people these days, you know, it's 25, 27 years later, when they're finally out of the house, all of a sudden you're living with a stranger that your whole life has been about this kid for the last 20 plus years, and you don't even know each other without them at this point. I told my daughter the other day, flat out, your mom comes first. She was here before you. One day when you're grown and have your own life, she'll be here after you. Your mother's my first priority. Men, you're setting the example for your children's future relationships this way. Teach your sons to treat their future wives with love, respect, honor, and kindness and value. Teach your daughters how a man should treat and love them. It doesn't matter if you have sons or daughters. This works both directions. And it doesn't matter if your kids are little or if they're teenagers. You can set this example. If you set a good enough example, then they'll be less likely to make stupid mistakes. Children from homes without fathers are at much higher risk of discipline issues, uh, teenage pregnancy, drugs, bad grades, self-esteem issues. Set the example. You can set how they expect and how they understand love in relationships. So set that good example. All right? Being present and treating your wife correctly will actually help prevent your daughter from making bad choices and ended up as a teenage pregnancy. It will keep your son from thinking that women can be easily used and abused as, as things. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm against that, right? We just had a two-podcast series with child sex trafficking group Saving Innocence. And a lot of things we find out is people just don't value humans the same way anymore. Men are being taught through pornography and other means that women are items, not people. 
change the flow, gentlemen. I'm not just asking you, I'm telling you, change the flow. And you know what? Even if you and your spouse are estranged, okay? If it's too late for you guys and y'all are divorced, don't be the dad that compounds it. Even if your ex is a heinous individual who tells your child it's all their your fault and you're bad and blah, don't be that man. You don't have to like her. You don't have to get along with her, but you still have to treat her like a person and treat her with respect, even if she doesn't deserve it. Ladies, it's the same way. Don't poison your children against men. Why? Because you're setting them up for failure going forward. If you don't set a good example, you're much more likely to have to have a good alibi later in life to uh, get rid of the jerks in your daughter's life anyway. Guys, I've been called a simp because I prioritize my relationship with my wife. And because I tell you guys to prioritize your relationship with your spouse. Whatever. I, I hate the term, but if someone thinks that's what a simp is, that they're just explaining their ignorance as far as I'm concerned. I prioritize my relationship with my wife because my daughters will someday be in a relationship with a man. And I want them to know exactly how they should be treated, except nothing less. People are stupid. Don't be them. Men lead by example. It's that simple. Demonstrate the relationship your children, you want your children to have in their marriage. Look at your relationship. If it doesn't measure up, Fix it. Now, guys, we're going to roll our sponsor. Uh, we're still trying to raise awareness for saving innocence. So I'm going to share that with you guys real quick, and we'll be right back after this. I'm calling on all men right now to stand up and stand against this horrific crime. It is estimated that over 300,000 children are being sex trafficked in the United States alone every single day. I want you to get on your social media. I want you to follow savinginnocence.org or fightforme.net. Both of these charities are working to end child trafficking in the United States and abroad. You can donate at www.thefallibleman.com shop and buy our inhuman trafficking merchandise. And all proceeds will be given indefinitely to savinginnocence.org. You can also go to www.savinginnocence.org donate and donate directly to Saving Innocence. Men, it is time for us to fight and stop this horrible thing known as human trafficking. All right, guys, welcome back. We're discussing advice for dads that you may or may not have heard before. And it doesn't matter if you are expecting your first child or if you have grandchildren. This matters. So listen up. Number four, guys, I want you to act with manners and courtesy and expect your children to follow suit. This is a non-negotiable. I'm not sure when we broke down in our society, but along the way, we've stopped acting with common respect, courtesy, and manners for everyday life and everyday people. Some people will refer to what I'm call talking about as being gentlemanly. You can call it whatever you want. But as such, with this breakdown, there's a plethora of entitled little assholes running rampant in the world today who treat everybody they come across like crap. Perfect strangers they've never met before. There is no reason that you should treat anybody disrespectfully right off the bat. Until that person has proven that beyond a shadow of a doubt they need to be treated a certain way, 
When you meet random people, you treat them with respect and with courtesy. You use your manners. Please and thank you are not outdated concepts. Now, any honest person can attest that the world is not a better place without this basic, simple level of humanity. Treat people with respect. Wait staff, drive through people, people sweeping floors, stocking shelves. They deserve the same amount of respect and courtesy and politeness that a CEO or your mom deserve. Respect and courtesy are not a matter of socioeconomic, socioeconomic status, but a basic trait of decent humans. The world is better with these things in play. Respect, courtesy, manners. Teach your children by modeling manners and courtesy and respect to every human being. Use please, use thank you, use excuse me, treat people decently, treat people with respect, treat people like they matter. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if you've never met them. In fact, it's more important if you've never met them, treat them with courtesy, respect, and use your manners. Demand your children act like this. It's honestly, like super honestly, it is the very least that we can do for each other as humans. Now, guys, if you're getting anything out of this, be sure and click that like button. Leave us a comment or review on Apple Podcasts or in the description of the show or sorry, in the comments under the show, wherever you are, whatever platform, do all the good social media nonsense that I hate talking about. There, I talked about it. Do the thing. You know the thing. Help me out so I can keep making shows like this. Let's keep going. Number five, guys. Find a cause worthy of fighting for. We all need something bigger than us to believe in. Why, you ask? It gives us perspective, hope, and passion. Your children need to see you they need to see you passionate about bigger things. It will help them to understand that there are bigger things than themselves, which is a critical perspective to understand. Reference back to Entitled Little Shits in number four. You don't have to go out and do picket lines, guys, or something extreme, but they need to see you care about something more important, something bigger that has no immediate reward for you other than helping make the world better place. I can feel the icy responses right now. Don't turn this off. Give me a second here. Now, if you guys were on my live stream Monday, you can go back and catch the replay if you weren't. We were partnered up with the Wenatchee Wild to raise money to help a veteran. We were working with two other vet with two veterans charities, and they specifically asked the Wild to donate money to a specific veteran who needs some help in our local area. Guys, I, I'm spending this whole week, as you're listening to this, I am still actually working on that project because I am helping run the live stream that is running 24 hours a day. And I am thrilled to be doing it. It's costing me some money out of pocket. And I am still thrilled to be doing it because if you've been on this channel, you know we care about veterans on this channel. We believe in our armed forces. We love and respect those men and women. And we absolutely believe in helping, and to, care, helping to care for them and support their needs. 
after they've served. It's the very, very least we could do is to help take care of them after they have served our nation. So I'm letting my children see me do this. They also see me working on, we just wrapped up working with Saving Innocence. You saw the advertisement or listened to the advertisement, depending on what platform you're on. We're still working with them. Why? Because those things matter more than I do. They matter more than my show, and they matter more than everyday life. It is something bigger and more important. You need to set that example for your children. I put my money where my mouth is, guys. That's why I'm working with the Wild this week to live stream their event. That's why I'm working with Saving Innocence to try and raise funds for Saving Innocence. I want my children to see me doing those things so my children understand the world is bigger and there are important things that are outside of an individual level that matter more than just everyday common things. That's something they need to learn. Children are looking to find where they fit in this world. We all have some responsibility to leave the world a better place. I'm not saying you need to go green, save the rainforest, recycle everything, march for civil rights, or whatever. Pick your thing. But that's what I'm telling you is find a thing and pick a thing. There are a lot of options out there. Help those less fortunate. Volunteer, donate, serve, march, stuff envelopes, any number of things. Champion a cause that makes the world better. Be visible doing it so your children can see that there are things that are more important and better. Do it for your children. Our favorite passion project is Saving Innocence right now. You can find the podcast here. I'll have a link for it. Come help us fight child sex trafficking. As a dad, I'm sure you guys get behind that at least, right? Now, number six, guys, don't give them all you never had. Teach them everything no one taught you. This has been attributed to Bruce Lee. I have no idea if Bruce Lee was the first one to say it or if that's where it came from, but it's something I live by. I don't have the means to give my children everything I didn't have. I'm working on it, but I don't have the means to give my children everything I didn't have. I'm actively teaching them all the things I didn't know because that would have changed the course of my life. And you know exactly which things you didn't know as an adult, right? You can look back with your life with great hindsight and look at the things that you were not taught and know exactly what you can teach your children that will help them get way ahead of where you are. I didn't realize until I was 40 that I knew nothing about finances. I spent the last several years digging in and learning about financial finances. I'm teaching my children. I have an entire play series on my YouTube channel about teaching your children about basic finances. Because if I could teach my children things about finances that I didn't learn till I was 40 and they're 10 and seven, by the time they're 25, they will be well on their way to a better life than I ever could have given them without teaching them those things or that I could have given them by giving them money. You know what you didn't know. You know what you weren't taught. And you know now what you need to know. So educate yourself. Then educate your children. Or better yet, be transparent. And let them learn to become lifelong learners with you. And learn these things together. Now dads, it doesn't matter if you're expecting or if you've got grandkids. You can model this. And just 
just because you're not a dad. Okay. Let me dig in right here, guys. Gentlemen, whether you are a father or not, there are young people who need positive male role models. You may not be a biological father, but you can be a father figure to a young person who needs a father figure in their life. You are still on the hook for this. There are so many young people, so many children without a good, healthy male role model in their life. Be that person, whether they're yours or somebody else's. Set the example. You'll notice there's a theme to everything I said today. And it's all about you setting the example for their lives because they see what you do. They don't hear what you say. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today. And we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.